0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Coach Replay Show. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and today kicks off our next two months on the theme of empowering our teachers. That's right, y'all. November 2021 and December of this year, we're going to be ending out the year with, as a coach, as a leader, how can we empower our teachers and those around us? not just support them and then constantly set ourselves up to constantly come back and continue to support them. That's definitely our job. But how do we also build reflective capacity? How do we empower our teachers to take ownership in their own learning, their own, you know, success and growth and in empowering those around them? So I'm really excited to come with you to with Today's episode and topic around celebrating excellence and building collective efficacy. They go hand in hand, y'all. And sadly enough, this is not a topic that I hear or see being addressed enough when we are talking about our coaching and leadership work. We definitely talk about different ways to support our teachers, we talk about specific content and curricular pieces, we talk a lot about feedback. But only a sliver of all of that is focused on how to give that positive feedback, how to really celebrate excellence. And it's a shame because it really is one of the most important things we can do. It's not always about that critical feedback on areas of improvement and areas of refinement, but it's also about that strengths-based approach. Maybe it's because I'm a former special educator and I'm all about a strengths-based approach. And my job is to work myself out of a job when I'm supporting somebody and build their capacity. But I truly, truly feel like we need to spend more time really being intentional about this. And here's why. First of all, No matter where our teachers or those that we're supporting, maybe we're coaching leaders um, in a building or within an organization, no matter how well they may be doing, maybe they're doing great at meeting the needs of those that they are supporting in their classrooms or in their role. They don't always, I guarantee you, they don't always feel like they're doing great call us crazy as educators, we're often perfectionists and we often focus on what's not working. If you tuned into our episode last month on resilience with Dr. Kim Ramadan, you heard her share some of, I believe it was Amy Cuddy's research around how we are much faster to see the negative side of things. It actually takes us a few more seconds to identify the positives in a situation. So we are also just harder on ourselves. So even when things are going well, even in the midst of some struggle, we are the last ones to know often that things are going well. Again, we're harder on ourselves than anybody else would be. Additionally, when we are leading professional learning, whether that is as a whole organization, in teams, with peers, with individuals one-on-one, it's pretty scary work, right? To grow means we have to get out of our comfort zone, means we have to get real about where we currently are so we can create not just an effective goal, but an effective action plan towards that goal. So we can really start to make change. The problem is, especially in instructional coaching, it's often seen as a deficit model. Having the room to grow, identifying, being a lifelong learner is something we talk a lot about in education. However, It's not really celebrated as a good thing when that is somebody's reality, when they say, oh, yeah, I definitely have room to grow there. It's not like, yay, you've got room to grow. You're growing. You're focusing on your own growth and learning at least not in the realm of kind of our educational atmosphere. We talk the talk, but we don't always walk the walk and truly do celebrate those who are focusing on their growth, who are being true and honest about the areas that they maybe need to refine or the struggles that they're having as they're trying to make those changes. And, you know, we are also not great about just overall celebration. Again, we, uh, Don't always celebrate even just the small things. So I think it's really important that as coaches, we are, again, intentional, not just always praise, 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 praise. We know and we understand what praise and from the growth mindset work um, that we can kind of go overboard and it's not meaningful and it doesn't lead to better things. But being sure to not just wait for perfection. Don't wait for the perfect lesson. Don't wait till the goal is accomplished, but instead celebrate the small wins, the little things that are happening towards making better progress or even just towards consistency. Also, another point I want to make is not just being intentional about celebrating even just the small things with individuals, because sometimes, especially when we are overwhelmed or we're hard on ourselves, as many of us tend to be. It's hard for us to just even see those small wins and that one small win that's identified and seen, but through somebody else can be the thing that gives me life to continue moving forward. That gives me a little bit more energy to keep going in that direction, but also And this is something that I did. And I realized this after a few years of coaching, I tried to be very intentional. I'm a positive person as it is. So I was always looking for the positives and helping that individual identify those positives, but I was only doing that with the individual. So if you're like I was only celebrating with the person who's doing the thing we're celebrating, you're missing out on a sea of opportunities to build collective efficacy If Kathy is doing something amazing in her classroom or she finally made some progress, a breakthrough with a student, a breakthrough in her own instruction, uh, uh, something awesome that she tried in her classroom that ended up working out really well, and I only celebrate that with Kathy, then other people who are maybe struggling with the same thing in the same boat as Kathy, whether I know it or not, or could benefit from seeing Kathy's success or hearing about it whether that's going to impact them right now or could come back and impact them later on they're not going to be able to benefit from that. And again, I don't I'm just supporting a single individual and as a in as a coach or as an instructional leader focusing on just the individual can be very difficult, right? So we really want to build multi-tiered systems of support not just for our students but for our teachers. Collective efficacy is one of the number one things. If you follow John Hattie's work, I'll put the link to one of his videos on collective efficacy in our notes and in the comments below. But it is the number one thing within the school's locus of control that we can do to support not only just a year's worth of growth for our students, but three years worth of growth in a single year's worth of effort. That is huge, tripling the impact of your effort in a single year. And collective efficacy is not just this belief that I can or I have the tools I need to meet my students' needs, but that belief is also compounded or supported with evidence now, here's where I like to push folks into the idea of using video and having artifacts that you're sharing across your organization to be able to show these things, not just talk, not just tell, but show and tell these pieces. So something that I do in my coaching, I use a platform. Again, we talk a lot about video here on the Coach Replay show, but uh, we like to talk a lot about the ability to be able to identify those specific things. So here you can see on my screen that I've got my huddles in here. These are my spaces where I'm supporting teachers. And I've got this video here that was shared by a teacher. I'm just gonna hop on over to this part here. You can see that when I make a comment, I'm able to tag that comment as a bright spot. So, um, being intentional, and you can also look at those bright spots over here, they're color coded with this dot to be able to say, you know, I may have some questions, I may have some ideas, there may be some feedback that's school related, but I'm making sure that anytime a teacher shares, an artifact with me, whether it's a video or non video artifacts, I use these tags in my feedback system as a way to identify a bright spot. And I never leave something that a teacher has shared with me from their classroom without at least one bright spot. And I make that a meaningful one, not just like, hey, you showed up today. Sometimes that's all we have within an individual, but I'm really focusing on the specific things that they're doing. And I love that I can timestamp that because it is specific to that s- singular moment in the video. They're not having to just kind of think about when that happened in that, but that's huge. What's also so great about this is... If I'm looking at shouting from the rooftops, everything that's happening here, I can also share that into a collaboration space that I have with the rest of my teachers. So I can say, hey, Kim, do you mind if I share that video with others in our account so they can see this great way that you are using that tool to support social emotional learning? I think that is a concrete example is going to be really powerful you know, in the old days, before I was using a lot of video, what I would do is I would say, hey, do you mind modeling that lesson for a group of teachers? And sometimes my teachers were totally willing to do that. But other times they were like, "Ooh, like it's great that you saw that in my classroom. But I'm really like, I'm better with kids than I am with adults. That was me as a teacher. I was better at talking in front of kids than I wasn't talking in front of my peers. And so they shy away from that. But if we've had a way to capture that, Whether it's a student work sample, a video of students working and learning in the classroom, or the teacher implementing an instructional delivery method, then we have something concrete that we can also share with that praise. So, again, if you are not being intentional about always identifying those bright spots, being a witness to the good, that's the first thing I recommend that you maybe look at in your feedback, and leadership work, but also making sure that you're not just whispering it to the person who's doing it. Don't share it with Kathy. Share it with all of Kathy's peers. Shout it from the rooftop. I know some folks are really good about doing those, things like sharing on Twitter, sharing on a on your newsletter. I would love to see other ways that you all are celebrating the excellence with your teachers and how you're using those excellent moments to build collective efficacy. I'm also going to leave you with another link to an episode from our What's Up Wednesday show. This was from last year with one of my favorite peers and mentors in leadership, TJ Hoffman, who talked about this idea of being an excellence archaeologist exactly what we've been talking about. How do you seek out, dig for, identify the excellence and those bright spots in that moment to lift up our teachers, to build that emotional piggy bank even as we are working with them? I'm going to leave you with a quote that uh, I loved from my conversation with Kathy Ferguson a few months ago when she came on to talk about who's coaching the coach. And that is, in summary, I don't know if this is the exact words, but Nobody can grow in a puddle of criticism. So if our goal is to grow the individuals that we are supporting on our campuses and in our organizations, it's important that we not only give them that critical feedback, but that that feedback is also partnered with those moments of excellence Those identifications of the small wins, the big wins, the just the little bit of consistency that we see as someone's doing the hard, hard work of changing their practice. Again, I invite you to share ways that you celebrate excellence and build collective efficacy, because I think we can all learn from each other. Thanks again for joining us and tune in the rest of this year to hear about other ideas and ways that we as leaders can support and empower our teachers. Thanks for joining.